Anya Easley with the Closet Chronicles. I am the founder and CEO of Style by Love E and Love E Fashion. This podcast is all about the grind behind the glam and digging a little deeper into all things fashion, retail, tech, and e-commerce. And today we have a special guest, Donna of Distinctively Mod, which is a boutique in Charleston, South Carolina. And she comes to Atlanta and participates in all of my different pop-up events. So she's based not just in Charleston, but in Atlanta, too, with her Atlanta at Presence. And she's going to tell us all about her, her business, and what she got going on. So welcome, Donna. Thank you for coming. Thank you for having me. (laughs) Awesome. So uh, start off by just introducing yourself and telling us what Distinctively Mod is all about and what it is. Okay. Okay. As you mentioned, um, my name is Donna, the owner of Distinctively Mod. Um, We are located in Charleston, South Carolina. Um, We are a brand that caters to the lifestyles of um, the everyday woman. We offer unique women's apparel from sizes small to 3X that are, you know, normally interchangeable. Um, Mm -hmm. I think women appreciate that because they get more bang for their buck. Of Um, course. In addition, we offer a variety of women's accessories. Um, But our mission is to basically inspire women to be confident and authentic with their own style. Um, I like that. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Now, how did you get started? Um, well, actually, I got started. Um, well, let, let me just backtrack. <laughs> I've always been into clothing, um, always enjoyed shopping, I would say since my early 20s. Um, I could remember being the only person in the office just strutting in three inch heels and a um, two piece something on, <laughs> uh, which was probably abnormal to some folk, but normal to me. Yes. Because, yes. Um, you know, I just always believe in presenting my best self and so clothes just became my best friend um but I think the notion to even get into the industry started when I saw a lack of void in style in the Charleston area um not in work clothes per se but more um in semi uh semi-formal clothes um Mm -hmm. and I say that because every year my husband and I attended this black tie event and I would go out um, to try mm-hmm. to find something, you know, over the top, you know, just wanted to look unique and different. And yes. in the beginning, it was breezy. But as time yeah. over the years, I noticed that I wasn't able to find anything. <laughs> so I'm yeah. like, okay. Um, anyway, and so I just really got frustrated because it's like, I knew what I wanted. It was there in my head, but it was not there in the stores. And so I shared it with my husband and he was like, well, maybe this is an opportunity for you to, you know, bring something different to this area. And so yeah. I, said, okay, I mean, you have a point. I mean, that sounds great. But of course, I didn't, you know, put a whole lot of effort into it until mm-hmm. um, one day I was on social media mm-hmm. and I saw this young lady. Um, actually, she was a designer. She's still a designer up to today mm-hmm. here in Charleston, um, showing a debut of her showcasing at a fashion show. And I'm like, that's what I want to do. That's what I want to do. If she can do it, I can do it. And so I started the research and Mm -hmm. um, I do remember speaking to my pastor's wife. Um, Not sure what the time frame was after I saw that video, Uh but I remember speaking to her and telling her what I wanted to do. And that's when she introduced me to the class that you offered. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I took the class and then... After I took the class, you know, I, you know, continued to do my research and yes. 
I came across this idea where I could buy wholesale and sell retail. I'm like, oh, that's interesting. Um, and so I dug a little deeper and I realized, okay, this may not be too hard to get into. And so I did everything I needed to do to get legal. And so um, in 2016 is when I actually opened up the boutique online. And so I did that okay. for about four years. Okay. And then it was just in January of this year when I actually went into my own space. Um, mind you, the space was really never a part of the plan. Uh-huh. But um, not because I didn't want to do it. It was more yeah. because I was afraid of overhead. But yeah. I was like, you know what? I'm going to just jump right into this thing. Yeah. By faith, yes, and, and just do it. And you know, so far it's been great. Awesome. Um, you know, it's just been a real great learning experience for me. Um, but the boutique has, you know, has been growing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like you said, um, you know, here doing events in Charleston. I'm also doing events there with you. Um, yes. I just recently came back from the um, Carolina Classic Hair and Fashion Show, which was held okay. in Columbia, South Carolina. Um, and so. I have an upcoming event with you next month. So I'm really excited about that. Um, But, you know, we've been just doing a lot of great things. Um, I've been in a lot of shows, fashion shows, vended at a lot of events over the years. Um, I've actually been featured in Voyage Atlanta. Okay, um, awesome. A YWCA newsletter here, um, Bounce Around Charleston, and then the Business Review, which is a public radio station here in South Carolina. And so that's pretty much um, what's been going on with me. Um, but one last piece, I will uh, release my first podcast episode on tomorrow. So I oh, did wow. start a Congrats podcast. Oh, wow. Congrats to you. <laughs> what's your podcast called? It's called Fashion Unfiltered. Um, okay. Yeah, Fashion And what Unfiltered. is yours about? It's basically about, um, like, I, you know, my mission is to really inspire women to be confident and authentic. Yes. So, but the desire to kind of like dig deeper into that area of conf- confidence yes. was really strong and heavy on me. And so, um, you know, I saw how my pieces really impacted women. Yeah. I just wanted to, you know, take it a little further yeah. um, and just try to bring the two together because, awesome. you know, it does, it is true that you yeah. know when you look good you feel good and so exactly and you to... do good because you look good right exactly exactly so that's basically what it's going to be about just you know building confidence um oh, through fashion awesome. well, congrats <laughs> thank you so excited much excited for that of course how can people find you i'm not done with the interview yet but i do want okay. um, people to share able to find you and of course when i post the interview i will tag you but how can okay. people find you well, I'm actually on Instagram and Facebook at Distinctively Mod. And then the website address is www.distinctivelymod.com. And then if you're ever in the Charleston area, yes. I am at 946C2 Orleans Road. Awesome. And of course, you can always go to her pages and find if you are in Charleston or visiting Charleston, you can always go to her page because I'm sure her address is in there as well. So, you know, if you don't have it or writing it right now, you can definitely go and find it on her page. I will be tagging her after this is over. So when you hear the podcast, um, you can go and find her page. So I just want to ask you, um, you know, questions about because I would say this podcast is about digging a little bit deeper beyond the fashion, beyond what we just see on Instagram, mm-hmm. because, you know, social media only gives a highlight. So it doesn't right. like you can see, oh, the clothes are cute, but you don't see like what was the buying process? 
all right. the problems that might have went with it. Was the shipping delayed? Uh, was it supposed to come last month and you just now getting it? Like all the things that go on behind the scenes that really makes a business a business. So right. I wanted to ask you, what is one of the things you did not expect in your business? Like, I'm sure you had an idea like, okay, when I go into it, this is how it's going to be. But what's something you did not expect once you got into it and started doing it for a business? Okay. Well, it seems like I should have expected this, <laughs> but I didn't think about it because I always shied away because I hated taking pictures. And so the uh -huh. photography part was yeah. my dilemma, the photography part. Um, yeah. And it's, yeah, it's not funny that you asked that question, but I did an interview with a, a gentleman um, that worked for SCORE and mm -hmm. um, he wanted me to share, you know, you know, the yeah. one thing that um, I wish I, you know, had done that I didn't do. And that was it. Just the yeah. photography part. Yeah. Um, I'm like, oh, I hate this. I can't do this. <laughs> so now, did you mention uh, consciously about models so that you wouldn't have to be in the pictures? Or like, how did you figure out how to get around? Or are you just pushing through? Well, I'm just pushing through. Um, <laughs> so I would, you know, I would do the um, photos myself sometimes. And it just depends on what I'm actually trying to showcase. Yeah. I'll use other models. Okay. Yeah, I think now we are more visual than we've ever been. So right. maybe back in the day, if you'd open a store 20 years ago, the visual wouldn't matter as much. But now that people are on social media, and that's where a lot of people are finding exactly. where they're going to go shop that you have to have some kind of online presence to direct them back to your website or to your email list and so on and so forth. So, yeah, I definitely um, would agree with that. I remember before I started doing videos, one of my coaches was like, you know, videos translate better than just reading because people don't like to read. Now, I love to read, but he was like, you know, people don't like to read. And so videos have a higher um, conversion rate because people like visuals. And then you see now we have TikTok and Reels. So, yeah, I was just saying, um, I definitely agree about not thinking about the visuals and how I started doing video because mm -hmm. of, of my coach saying videos translate really well. And as we see, TikToks and Reels are taking off. So right. you really have to do video and incorporate some things, even if you don't really want to do them. <laughs> right, <laughs> right, right. What's the biggest challenge you feel like you face in your business or have faced in your business in the past, whether it be past or present? Um, I would say the biggest challenge is is the photography part. Um, because I still oh, sometimes wow. struggle with that. Yeah. I still struggle with that. Um but you know, I, I push through it and so that definitely um, you know, would be it. Okay. What is some advice you would give to someone who wants to start career path, like, you know, own their own boutique or showroom or be in the fashion industry? Um, oh, it's just so much I can I know, share. Right? <laughs> um, but I think the one thing uh, would be to do the research. Yeah. I, I can't stress that enough. Um, it's not enough to say, I want to go into a business, I'll go into this industry. You really need to know what it takes or what you're yeah. getting into. Yeah. Um, and then I would also say to count the cost. Nobody yeah. is going to cost to start to start a business or to get into this industry. Um, yeah. You know, compared to other businesses, 
starting a boutique is you know fairly fairly easy at least yeah. it was for me yeah. um but it's not easy to stay in this space um, yeah it's, it's 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 not easy to stay in this space because it requires a lot of funding um yeah. sometimes even you know you you have to constantly buy even if something yeah. is not selling you have to yeah. make sure you keep you know new pieces in front of your audience um to keep it and, fresh Right, to keep it fresh, exactly. Um, because if it's like we, I come and see you every week and you have the same stuff, right? Like, where's the other stuff? Exactly, exactly. Um, and then I think my other point would be to to get a business plan together. Yeah. Um, that's one way to you know count the cost. Um, yeah. it highlights your expenses. Um, it highlights yeah. you know your revenue that's coming in. Yeah. Um, I think the big myth is. A uh, business plan is only required or needed when you're, you know, trying to go after a loan. But yeah, um, that's not true. Um, yeah, because I've actually experienced personally where, uh, where I've applied for grants and they, yeah, some of those people, you know, entities, um, requested a business plan. And so, yeah, um, just making sure you have a business plan in place because opportunities come up, and then yeah. if you're not prepared. Yeah, and then you're gonna miss out on those opportunities, and then um, hire a coach, hire a mentor. Yeah, everybody needs one. Yes. Um, and then last but not least, just know that business is hard work. Yeah, and it's never stop learning or developing your craft. I love that. I think all of those were <laughs> great pieces of advice, and they're all true. Uh, especially that research investing yourself by getting mentors and business coaches. Mm -hmm. um, and it's funny that every guest I speak with, y'all all are saying the same thing in regards uh -huh. to like, hey, research or knowing your number. Right. Help, or, and yeah, none of y'all know each other, but everybody knows it's a lot of, and I want people to realize it's the consistency of to be in business, fashion or otherwise, all of these things still matter. Because obviously right. with fashion, I think a lot of times people get caught up in the creativity and forget mm -hmm. that it's a business. At the end of the day, everything that is a business has the same components. If you was running an accounting firm, a plumbing firm, at the end of the day, you know, you still got to count the money coming in, the expenses right. going out, you got to market, you got to, no matter what you're selling or what kind of business you have, the behind the scenes of what it takes to run a business is still business. Exactly, exactly. Um, while you were um, talking, I was just thinking, you know, I have a, a bachelor's degree in business administration and a master's in accounting, yeah. but it's like, I didn't learn how oh, to I got a master's in accounting too. <laughs> when I was in college. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't realize we both had masters in finance. And then my last question is, well, or close to last question, what is one of your favorite productivity hacks? Like, I feel like it's great to find out what different systems and processes or programs people use that might can make you work more efficient or more uh, faster or um, just quicker. So a lot of times when you talk to other entrepreneurs, it's like, oh, I use this for text messaging or I use this for sending out my emails. It's like, oh, I hadn't heard about that. Let me check that out. So do you have any kind of productivity hack or any system or process that you use that you think would be beneficial on what you use it for? Well, I like using Canva. Um, yes. <laughs> that's that's always my go-to. Um, yeah. But of course, I'm always looking for you know, new apps that would definitely yeah. help me, um, you know, do things quicker or faster. 
Um, yeah. Canva is stuff. a good one because Canva basically keeps you from having to hire a graphic designer like right. back in the day. So, yes. I mean, it makes it affordable because you, and as well as not having to wait because, you know, graphic designers could be like, oh, it's $150 to design you a flyer. And, you know, with us being in fashion, it's like you might need a new flyer every time you do something, which could be every month. That so is true. to have access to Canva and not have to wait on somebody or even correct them like, oh, I like that, but can you change the color? Can you change the font? Can you tweak it? Right. You just create it yourself and not spend the money as well as not the wait time. So that's exactly. a good Because exactly. I don't think, I assume everybody know about Canva, but I don't think everybody does know. Um, and so that is definitely a good um, hack to save on um, graphic designers and waiting. Right, right. For sure. Um, and then my last question... I'm trying to put make sure I pick a good one. Um, what three books or podcasts depend, or even just three ways that you like to learn? Because not everybody reads books or listen to podcasts. But is there any books or podcasts or anything that you would could share that you felt was helpful for you for somebody else that wants to get in the business that they could read or go listen to? Well, you know, I don't have any one particular thing. Mm -hmm. You know, I do a lot of Google searching. And so yeah. um, that's that's pretty much it. Or, you know, most of the times, too, if I'm on Instagram or social media, I try to use that as an opportunity okay. to find or to learn yeah. um, about new things and new ways as well. So I would say maybe social media. Um, Is there anybody that you found there that you're like, oh, I go there and I get great business tips or great tips for my business? Um. Anybody in particular, just because you're right, you can use Instagram and social media to learn just because it's a lot of coaches and mentors. And a lot of times they drop different little tips, even right. little short tips. They're like, oh, add this to your post or add this to your new. And it's like, oh, that's a good idea. Let me do that. Right. Um, I, you know what? I, I usually do listen um, to this young lady. Um, it's called the Retail Boss. She okay. is actually in the cosmetology industry. Okay. But one thing that I've been learning is that all of the tips, all of the um, you know, information that she share, mm -hmm. it can be applied to any industry. So oh, I do okay. listen to her. Uh-huh. I do listen to her a lot. Retail boss. Um, What's one of yes. the tips? Can, do you remember one of the tips that she gave you off the top of your head that you was like, Oh, this is good. I can use this for my business. Um, ooh, I think it was pertaining to something um with social media. Um, I can't quite remember. Remember? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's fine. Uh -huh. I'm putting you on the spot. But the retail boss, I'm going to check her out um, too, because I agree there are some good little hacks and things that I hear. Like, I follow somebody and he mentioned about like, oh, you know what? A lot of times people only post during the week. You should post on the weekend too, because you might end up having a higher conversion because people are scrolling more. But he was like, most companies, they're not working except Monday through Friday. So they're not That's posting true. on the weekend. So he that was like, you kind of have less competition, but you got more eyeballs watching because people are off on the weekend. So they're scrolling. So he was right. like, and even entrepreneurs, if they're established in their business, they're not posting on the weekend either. So he's like, think about posting on the weekend 
to something that can convert so that they'll go right. to your website or they'll go buy some. I was like, I know that's a good idea because he's got a good point. I don't uh-huh. post that much on the weekends either. I mean, beyond whatever I'm doing for the weekend, but I don't right. really post any business content on the right. Right. So I was like, that's actually, and that wasn't like nothing groundbreaking, but it was like a quick little tip that actually was like, you know what? Let me try it and see. Right. And then he ended it with, and I got a class that I'm teaching or a book I'm selling. Mm-hmm. And, you know, people that was watching, he made, I'm sure, some sales from it because we all saw the tip and was like, oh, yeah, we should try that. And right. then he also was promoting his business as he gave the tip at the same time. Exactly. Well, I'm, I appreciate you sharing it because I think <laughs> I'm going to try it now. <laughs> so I was like, that's a good point. It is. Because uh, I think on the weekends, like, you know, it's the weekend. I'm trying to be off, too. But it makes sense to uh, schedule. I mean, even if you don't do it live, you can schedule a post to go right. out. And be like, right. hey, you know, check out this new, it's leather weather, check out this new jacket. Um, go ahead for Saturday's styles are for Saturday. Here's a little promo code. Have you go ahead right. and get it today type of thing. So, right. you know, our sales Saturday or something that can play on the word or play off of Saturday. So I just thought that was a, a good idea. I just saw that tip, I think, this past weekend. So I was like, oh, okay. That. Okay. Yeah. That's a great tip. Um, yeah. And as you were talking, um, this was my husband. He mm-hmm. shared this little tip with me, yeah. um, which was an awesome idea. Um, there's a group that, I mean, out there, you, you may have heard of it called Melanated Money. And uh-huh. anyway, um, it's a group for businesses. And, yeah. you know, during COVID, during the pandemic, during the shutdown, everybody was in that group posting, posting, posting. And it's yeah. like, now I don't even see any posts that comes through. And so he said, yeah. you know what you want to do? You might want to do. You might want to just stop posting in that group because every there's nobody posting. And so yeah. your post is going to filter through all. Yeah, of it's going to stand out. Mm-hmm, exactly. So I'm like, exactly. wow, you, you're kind of smart. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Now, even though people are but people are still going to the group and checking right. it out there, right? They still are, right? Yeah. But it's just not. But it's just people. less people are posting. So yeah, right. That's a good idea. Right, right, right. Right. That's good because there's so many people in the market, so you got to figure out ways to stand out, exactly. or at least stand out to the people you're trying to reach in your right. audience. Absolutely. So yeah, I agree. That makes sense as well. Now, I will say for my business page, though, I do have her posting every single day of the week, but even okay. on Saturdays and Sundays, it's still probably not as much as what she's doing Monday through Friday. Right. So, right. But I do have her making a post on Saturday and Sunday, but I personally have not been doing it. So um, that is a tip I'm definitely um, going to try. And the only time I do something on the weekend is if I'm doing an event on the weekend. Right, right. So if I'm doing an event, then, yeah, I'll make a post. But usually I'm posting about what actually might be happening in my life, not nothing I'm promoting. Right. So I'm going to try that as well. Uh, I want to thank you again for your time. I enjoyed chatting with you. And I hope everyone enjoys these gems. Uh, I will tag you when it goes live so you can reshare as well. Um, it'll be posted on social media as well as Facebook as far as the promotion of it. Okay. And then um, if you want, I can send you the link uh, when it's done being edited and okay. you can share, you know, to your newsletter or to your people as well to check it out. Okay. Sounds good. Thank you so much. For All right. Me. Thank you for being on and I'll see you in, you coming for the November event, right? Yes, I am. Uh-huh. Yes. I'll see you for, uh, oh, I think I actually have it on my calendar to hit everybody tomorrow because tomorrow's the 15th anyway. Right, so, right. 
I'll probably be sending you a quick text tomorrow. Okay. But yes, I will see you next month. It's almost a month away now. I know. I know. (laughs) It's a big good time. Enjoy your weekend and chat soon. Thanks. Same. All right. Bye.